All right. So this one's going to be a little different because Swift and I already started talking and we, um, it's never, it's, it's always easy for us to like talk to each other. We're both, we're both from up north, like chilling down here in the south. So what's good, man? Chilling, man. Just trying to navigate through this uh, pandemic, you know what I mean? Uh, get a get a glimpse of what new life is going to look like for a while. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I reached out to you. I have, like, a list of people that um, mm-hmm. that I'm hitting up and, you know, we're trying to get this done. It's been harder this week because I just had a hard right. But um, I reached out to you because... And I and I put everybody else, like <laughs> I put everybody else behind you, um, because I wanted to, I wanted us to jump in on the fact that um, that Georgia's open again. Right? We were we were the first state. Yeah. As soon as as soon as Trump said, "Oh yeah, we want you know we want the the country to open up and roll in little by little," our governor our governor was like, "Hold my beer," right. Opened it up and opened the most random businesses, <laughs> nail salons, <laughs> bowling alleys, and um, and right. So I work for the news, so there's not a lot that I that I could really get in. Uh-huh. Though I would love to, but um, I'm scrolling through through Instagram, right, looking at all the all the knuckleheads, right, right, right. <laughs> right? and then I came across your post. Yeah. On IG when you were like, you know, yo, cats are out here, like barbecuing, <laughs> doing video shoots. Yeah, it was, and, it's, it was and, it's, and our viewpoint is different, right? <clears throat> in Kennesaw. So mm-hmm. like, even without the pandemic, like streets, streets is empty. So I wanted to hit you up because we, like I said, when we when I opened us up, when I opened this up, that we're both we're both from up north. So right. we have a more direct and extreme view view of things, even though we're down here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But you're down on Atlanta. How was that for you? Like, <laughs> explain. Man, <clears throat> like, I got angry. I was pissed off. I was like, man, like, I get out the house. Of course, I'm trying not to go, you know, too many places. I'm trying to limit my trips or whatever. So. I, I know I got to go to the grocery store and as I'm going to the grocery store, man, I'm like the whole hood turned up. I mean, everybody outside, the car wash is packed. There's people standing next to each other, all that. (coughs) And I'm like, I'm seeing like, I had to have passed like three or four different video shoots. Like, People shooting music videos, posse'd up, barbecues going on, and I'm sitting there like, oh my God. Like, you know, with black folk, if you give us an inch, we'll take a whole yard. So I knew as soon as they cracked the door, I knew we was gonna go full blown. Yo, it's it's funny, right? It's funny cause because I'm looking, I'm like the same people that were criticizing the governor. Right and calling him out, telling him he's an idiot, he's a fool, that he just wants to kill us. These were the same cats that were out there, like chilling, hanging out. Yeah, trying, 
making lines to go back to the barbershop, right? And no, no face masks, no gloves. I got, I got the Puerto Rican floral in full effect over here. Nah, I see. <laughs> I, hey, hey, I'm thugging it out too. I'm like, hey, ain't nobody getting pretty for what? Like, what am I getting like cute for? Like to go to the liberal? Yo. Like, nah, I can't go nowhere. Like, no lie, I'll wear, I'll go back and forth between some sweats and some shorts. Mm -hmm. Like, that's all I've been wearing for like over two months since I've been working from yeah. home. Sweats and shorts. I, I got I'll, shorts and flip-flops on right now. I wear different t-shirts, right? <laughs> Just to make it seem yeah. fresh, but sweats and shorts. Like, I don't get it. And I've been buying kicks, right, that are still in the boxes up in my mm -hmm. closet or in my shoe rack or whatever. And I'm like, yo, like picking outfits for when I finally have to go back to the office. Oh, yeah. It's going to be lit. <laughs> it's going to be a fashion show. But even before even before um, the governor opened up the state, yo, yeah. um, like cats were going like like Walmart just just to hang out. Because. Like, they, were, they were like, like Walmart was like, or, or, or just supermarkets, right? Because they're, they weren't closed, they're essential. So a coworker of mine said that he went to Sam's Club. He went to Costco, he went to Costco. And he was expecting like the lines, limited amount of people let in at once. He said it was like a party in there, right? And I went to Walmart, because we do, we do Walmart pickups. Like we don't go into the store for nothing, right? We order online, we get the confirmation, you know, we, you know, whatever we got to do. And we go to Walmart, pop open the trunk. They come to the window, like four feet away, read my number. I do one of these. <laughs> and they, like, they, they pack the trunk start, for me. I need to start doing that. Dude, they pack the trunk. They come back to the window. They wave, deuces, and I'm out. But when I'm sitting there in the pickup on spot, son, like, full crowds of people no masks no gloves old people young people doesn't matter like full families all of a sudden want to go to walmart and just like hang and chill and shop right. it's, it's <clears throat> never seen walmart that packed like it's well, <clears throat> that's because like we're used to being around people like you know what i mean like especially in the black community bro like you talking like the weather getting warm like we used to being out because you know yeah. what i mean like we out amongst the people and so when you got people that's quarantined mind you like we've been quarantined for seven weeks bro you like, <laughs> well, well yeah, you. yeah i've been quarantined for like nine weeks well regardless Remember, I worked work for the news. So they, I mean, we knew stuff before it was let out. So right. one day to the next, it was like, hey, tomorrow everybody's working from home. It was like that. Yeah. So, so like Cash been, Cash been in the crib for seven weeks. Mm. It's like after a while, you like, man, like, first of all, if, if only just to keep your sanity, you're going to go to Walmart or a grocery store because your wife and your kids, your family driving you up the wall and you like, man, I need a minute. Either driving you to drink or driving you to murder. I'm like, yo, come on, cuz, like, we gotta get outside. It was, it was this week with my wife and I, our, um, our kids, our kids this oh. week. 
Yo, this was the week. Meltdowns every day. Every day. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, like, my neighbors, my neighbors um, one, on one side, because I live in a townhouse, they had, um, you saw them from the, from, the, from the windows in the back. They had the lights on in their yard, and they were out there chilling. Oh, Yo, man. meltdown number two at 8 o'clock at night, my son screaming. But, like, I'm surprised that people haven't called, like, defects on us, thinking that we're just abusing our kids. Because it was bedtime. Son, it was bedtime. It's the routine in my house is the same every day since we since our kids were born. Seven o'clock is bath time. Seven thirty, we go in, we pray, we read the Bible, whatever. By eight o'clock, the good nights are said, and it's done. This week, forget about it. It was like we were forcing him to do something new, and he was he was like, I mean reaching decibels that Mariah Carey would have been jealous of. And I saw the lights in the back turn off. (laughs) I'm trying to teach him what love your neighbor means. He does not care. Like he literally said, he literally told me, he literally told me, I don't know the neighbors. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's all over, man. It's it's in my house too, bro. Like, you know, like the crazy thing is, we have, like, I got three daughters, right? And my youngest daughter can't stand schoolwork. Like, she hates it with a passion. And, like, she throws fits. She don't, like, she just don't want to do it. And I'm like, yo, this is, like, going on your last week of school, bro. Like, just not, just come on. Like, get, give us a break. How old's your youngest? Uh, my youngest is eight. Uh. See, only my son is doing schoolwork. He's five, right? But um, he's he's basically still pre-K because he turned five in January. But um, we've been homeschooling with my mom. My mom was a teacher back in New York for like over thirty years, so she's been homeschooling him. So even though, like in August, he would have gone to kindergarten, he's already like reading and writing at like a second grade level. Right. Wow. So right now, and this is the struggle when I was telling you between the culture clash between my wife mm-hmm. and I, because I'm like, yo, schools is canceled. Right. Like, mm-hmm. That's it. Nobody's going to school. Nobody's doing anything. Just and he's five. He's already ahead. Like if we keep teaching him, <laughs> by the time he makes it to yeah. kindergarten, he's going to be so bored. He's going to be wilding out. Right. He's going to end up getting kicked out of school or something. I just leave him alone. Let the kid play. <laughs> every every once and again, we could give him a book just to make sure he stays like right. fresh. Give him something or give him something to write. But he's like, he's so bored, like writing and reading. So I'm trying to find new ways. He loves dinosaurs. So I try to have like a dinosaur week this week. Yo, yeah. by like Wednesday, he was done with dinosaurs. He didn't want to read no more about dinosaurs. He didn't want to color dinosaurs no more. He was done. He was done. I know everything already. That's funny. I'm super smart. Like, oh. These kids is getting restless, man. It's, it's yeah, yo, we all. Do. I mean, yeah. My, my wife loves it. Mm-hmm. She loves it. She loves the fact that the family's home all day. We're all together, eating, whatever, living life together. Because normally I'll get home like, 
at 730 and it's just straight, you know, that's, that's why, like, we read the Bible together. Like, it's straight, you know, the Bible that the kids get at, at, at church, at Renovation. I think I've read that, like, six times already. Um, so that, that's why I established that, because I get home late. I don't, we don't have dinner together. <clears throat> I don't, I'm not there for the baths or the quality time. So I get home and I do the Bible reading with them and the prayer with them. But now we're home all day. So I'm yeah. like, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> my wife is loving it. Me? Yeah. I'm going crazy. I'm about to like, just like try to run to Atlanta from Kennesaw. Cause I'm telling it's, you. It's ridiculous. I was hanging out with Juice the other day. Cause um, like the same thing, like six feet apart. Right? And that's because of him, because he's also like super paranoid. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I, I've been home all day, every day. Mm-hmm. I, I only go, like I said, the Walmart pickups, or I take walks around my neighborhood just to stay active and keep my sanity. Yeah. Juice does the same thing. Home all day, walks or whatever. But we get together and I'm like, yo, what's good? It's like, no, son. Mm-hmm. Far away this mom. Oh, hey, like- you, gotta, you gotta keep it <clears throat> you gotta keep it real out here man like you got like I woke up like yesterday like my throat started bothering me I got like real bad allergies okay yeah and so like so my throat started bothering me I woke up this morning with the cough the, co- the post nasal drip and I was saying yo in my mind I'm like oh god like I'm getting ready to run the CVS. Like, I'm getting ready to do the little drive-through oh test and freak all the way out. Um, but then I was just like, you know what, Swift, like, chill out for a minute. Like, yeah, you know I mean, get some of this mucus up out of you. And after I did that, like, the cough, like, for the most part went away. I still, like, you know, cough every now and then. But, like, it's not like that. And yeah. so I'm like, in my heart, I know, like, you know, it's probably just the allergies got to you. you know I mean, you feeling bugged out today. You, you got a little sore throat. Like, that happens. Right. But part of me is, like, on 10. I'm like, wait a minute. But, like, the, yo, this thing low-key got everybody paranoid. But it does. So, it does. And so that's why I'm, like, when I looked at Governor Kent, and what he was doing, I was like, man, like, it, it, we, like, I get it. We want to, you know, you want the economy to jump up and you want people to spend money. I get it. Um, but I, I, well, we, I don't, just, we don't want, we don't want, <clears throat> right? Regardless of how we, okay, so, so that's the thing, right? It, it's about seeing this from all sides, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're afraid of people more people catching it and getting sick and dying or whatever. But also we don't want, we don't want to, um, for people to not get sick, but then they're stuck at home. No, nobody's working. The economy tanks and it goes to crap. And then we fall into a depression because there's no way for that, that machine to keep moving. Right. And you can't jumpstart it. Right. But here's the thing. people are always going to bounce back from that. Like, like. Yeah, but slowly. Yeah, it's, yeah, okay. But like, here's the thing. We were heading towards another recession before this corona broke out. 
like things were dropping and dramatically slowing down before this happened. The economy was the, was, best, the best that it was in, in a few years. No, nah, we were we were at risk, bro. Like, like they was talking about it. They was talking about it back in January. Like, you know, Donald Trump even tried to jump some things off because you realize, like, man, like we need to we need to do something before this bad boy goes down. Yeah. And so I mean, they were already they were already on watch before this coronavirus like really hit the US. And so like my thing is, yes, it's very unfortunate. You don't want to, you know, you don't want a a, a recession. Um, but at the same time, you don't want to be so hungry to jump the economy that you putting like people at risk that don't necessarily have to be. And then, like, because what happens if, like, all right, so you say you you overshoot the numbers. Oh, there could be a million dead by the summertime, which, right? Which, which they did. Yeah, you overshoot the numbers because you know it's not going to happen that way, but you overshoot it so that when the real numbers come out, it's like, oh, we doing better than we thought we would. <laughs> Time to get back. Like, it's all a finesse, and it's all, like, Man, like, but I, I, I see both sides. Right. I see the side that's a little bit more like, uh, maybe we should wait. But I also see the side that's like, man, we really got to get to it. And so here's what I'm saying. I'm like, if, like, the country pushes people out of fear of the economy crashing, but then people are forced to go back to work and they push each other out of fear, for survival. Right. So I'm like, if fear is leading fear, ultimately it's just gonna lead to a bad place. Right. Which is why, like, I'm thinking, you know, if if the economy doesn't start moving, right, and we fall into a depression, then all the other because unemployment is ridiculous right now, right? Yeah. So all the unemployment, no one has work, no one has work. Right, there's no money coming in, so there's no food. You got to take care of your family, your children. Babies are still being born, right? Like crime and murder are gonna shoot up, right? Especially, especially in the south where everybody has a gun, right? It's gonna, it's gonna shoot up. I re, I remember, um, like 11 years ago when, uh, when I was homeless, um, uh, I'd be lying if I didn't say that. You know, the easiest thing for me to do was to like rob somebody for my livelihood. Right. I mean, when I wasn't homeless in New York and one of my knucklehead times, right? <laughs> I used to I used to, you know, back in the day, um, take people for 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 their goose downs or for their eight balls or whatever. You know what I mean? So in that time of desperation. It, it would have been real easy for me to give into that fear and that desperation, you know. Yes, instead I, I turned to God even deeper, but not everybody reacts that way. Not everybody responds that way. Of course. You know what I mean? And that's my fear. Right? That's my fear. As I see my family, my mom in her 70s, my fear is that things will get so hard and people will get so desperate that they'll like they'll rely on that. They'll 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 resolve to, you know, 
<clears throat> what they right. need from 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 the weaker people, yeah. you know, you know, or the the easy victims. And, and that's my thing. Like, I'm not against trying to reopen things. Yeah, it just has to make sense. <clears throat> what I am like saying, a bowling alley doesn't make sense. <clears throat> we have to pace this stuff. Like, why would like? Why would your first openings be places where you have mass gatherings? Yeah. <clears throat> like to me, you got to think through it a little bit. To like, so if, thought, or, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Trump. <clears throat> if you saw this, I'm gonna agree with Trump where he told Kemp, where he told Kemp, like, like the 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 businesses you decided to open don't even make sense. Like it, it, it's almost like you just threw names in a hat and just picked yeah. out whatever. Right, because it yeah. it made absolutely no sense. I don't see how nail salons, um, hair salons, bowling alleys, and movie theaters are gonna boost the economy. Where Black people. Nothing to worry about. <clears throat> First of all, let me tell you something. Kemp is stupid, but he's not stupid. Like you gotta think, every business he opened. First of all, we know who spends the most money. Black people spend the most money. So you're going to open up things that black people would frequent. You know we getting our hair done. You know we getting our nails done. Like, yeah, we will go to a bowling alley and be there till 2 o'clock in the morning. And here's the kicker. <laughs> you open up Waffle House. Like, no, you know... Waffle House has been fighting to, to be open since they were told to close. But you let them open for dining. You know good and daggone well who going to Waffle House. I didn't know. No, no. Actually, yeah, Monday restaurants. And so, like, my thing is, like, my thing is. And I'm sorry. Where I live, it's only white people at Waffle House. That's why, hey, I, don't, that's why I don't like going. <laughs> bro, Waffle House is our thing. Um, even though I don't frequent Waffle House because I can't, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, other than that, I, I I do feel like, you know, I I get the whole slow creep to an open thing. Yeah, I just think it's a little too soon. Like, yeah, uh, yesterday, uh, over a thousand new cases of Corona in Georgia. In 24 hours, I'm like, dude, we're going to see a hell of a spike. And, like, you know, Trump's idea was for places to start opening after they've seen, like, kind of a standstill with yeah, the was, numbers. He was talking more about June, like end of May, June. Yeah, and I think that maybe it, by it, the end... we plateau and whatever. Yeah, so he would say... If you if you see a consistent fourteen day plateau or decline, then yes, we should try to start opening little by little. Right. <clears throat> Kemp said, "Forget all that. Like, we gonna get this thing popping today." Like, and I'm sitting there like, man, like this isn't what he meant. And like, with with that, I do agree with Trump. I like, yo, let's little by little. Like, let's, let's see, you know, you got to test the waters. Like, mm -hmm. let's see what kind of works. And, you know, if it don't work, maybe we, we need to pull back a little bit. Like, 
but let's start trying to do something. Um, even if everybody can't go back, if some people can go back, then let's see if we can make that happen. Um, but I, you know, above all things, I think that the people, the public needs to come first. And so for the longest time in politics, that hasn't been the mantra. It hasn't been, yo, people first. It's been, <clears throat> yo, political agenda and party affiliation first. And right. then hopefully some people will benefit from what we're doing over here. You know, um, it's, it's sad you say that, and I agree 100%. And it's sad that that mentality has also encroached um, upon the church and believers, right? And I'm not, and I'm not, I'm talking about all of us, right? I'm talking about all of us. I'm not gonna like be selective and say, you know, well, white folk, white supremacists, you know, black supremacists, mm -hmm. like whatever. All it's of us as, as, as believers, as believers, we have become party affiliate first, right? And our actions and our words have been reflecting that, right? Rather than yeah. kingdom first, yeah. and then everything else falls on the line, right? Yeah. And it's been sad, and I've been, I've been <laughs> like, God's been wrecking me with this, and I've been meaning uh, to talk about this, where, the, right, Jesus said that the kingdom, the kingdom divided against itself will not stand. And right now, this is probably the most divided I've ever seen us yeah. Yeah. as a kingdom, right? That. You know what I mean? Like right now, uh, we've got a black guy and a Puerto Rican guy who by all all accounts you know because of our our race or our culture we sh we are probably seen as democrats off the bat right? <clears throat> right, right but because we're believers it's assumed that we're republican <laughs> off the bat right mm -hmm. so there's that dichotomy right and um and I remember one time on Twitter, I was attacked. Yo, I was called a fake Christian, right? Oh, jeez. I was called a fake Christian by some nobody. I don't even, like, it didn't affect me because yeah. I don't even know who it was. I don't even know how he found me on Twitter. But, uh, right, oh, look at his profile. He's a fake Christian, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, and I wasn't against or for anything. I was just mm -hmm. talking about, oh, that's what it was. One of the shootings at Cumberland. At Cumberland Mall, mm -hmm. right? Somebody got on and they try to politicize it, and I'm like, dude, can we can we wait on the politics, mm -hmm. right? Can we wait on the politics, you know, until we find out if anyone is died, right? right, right because yeah. I'm pretty sure <clears throat> that whoever was killed and whoever killed them, whoever was shot, whoever shot him, like it wasn't they 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 didn't do it for any political affiliation, and it wasn't it was it was for some kicks, like dude was. They, they try to rob him of his sneakers, right? And that's what it was. They just, like, attack after attack after attack. And then that, oh, he's a fake Christian. Look at his profile, right? And then someone asked me, like, someone asked me, you know, well, as a Christian, what? So you're Republican? It's like, I'm not, I'm not Republican or Democrat. Yeah. Uh, None of those things. Right? Okay. I'm anti-big anti government, but I'm neither Republican or Democrat, right? I take the like, same oh, stance. Well, you know, it says you're Puerto Rican, so... So you must be a Democrat. I was like, nah, let me tell you something. I was like, let me tell you something about my family, right? My mom, my mom is the Bible carrying 
super Christian, firm believer. She, and she considers herself to be a Democrat. My dad, when he was alive, <clears throat> wanted nothing to do with God, nothing to do with the church. <laughs> like he had a whole bunch of church hurt from his childhood. So he wanted nothing to do with none of that. Right. And he was a super proud Republican. Mm. I mean, both, both Puerto Rican, but according to how the world um, assumes, they were on opposite sides, mm. right? So when I said that, all of a sudden, they started leaving me alone uh, on, uh, on that comment. And then I came back and I was like, look at that. Somebody died for some sneakers. So tell me what, tell me what party affiliation that falls on. Right? Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and, and what, you know, because again, unlike, unlike people in the South, I did not, all right, ready? I didn't know that our faith had as many shades of gray until I moved to Georgia, right? In New York, you're a believer, you're a Christian or you're not, right? And like, I know you're, you're from Philly, I'm still gonna take it as the same because it's only a few hours, probably a few hours apart. But back Hour home, and 15 minutes. Right? Back, back home, you were a Christian or you weren't. Right. I, and even, even your non-believing friends would be like, nah, 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 Jay, chill out. You know, you know, stay, stay with God, stay on that church thing. And wouldn't let me like mm -hmm. do anything. Right? Mm -hmm. I moved to Atlanta, I moved to the South, and all of a sudden, faith has all these grades, like different shades. Not, I'm not shouting out the book. But like different different shades of grays with different things, yeah. And all of a sudden, things things are 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 allowed, and that's that's one thing like I can't get used to. Mm. But I'm thinking that I'm thinking that because of that, right? And then I try to think that it's an age thing, but it's not really an age thing because I know people my age or older, and I'm the old guy here that feel the same way that um that political party or political political feelings or statements and emotions um, come before faith and before kingdom and yeah. before God. Oh yeah. And all those things fall under fall under their their whatever side they feel politically, whatever party they yeah. claim. And so they attack and their filter is that. And it's sad. Like I said yeah. off on cats. It's a it's a scary thing. Um let me point this out. Like, I'm not a Democrat or a Republican either. Uh, I think both political parties are screwing the American people with no Vaseline. And, uh, like, I think we're being lied to by both of them. Right. Um, and it's heartbreaking to see believers go so hard for one or the other. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> like, I don't know how it's been ingrained in black people's mind that they, or, you know, minorities mind that they have to automatically vote Democrat. Like, I don't know how that even came about, but that's weird to me always has been. Um, <clears throat> the fact that, uh, like, that these politicians utilize the church to push their campaigns, but they don't utilize the mosque to push their campaigns. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So like, and then I like, I've experienced it because 
I have strong opinions about Donald Trump, mm. right? Um, but I've also had strong opinions about Barack Obama. I've had strong opinions about Hillary Clinton. You know what I mean? Like I was firmly against Hillary Clinton. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you and I both. <laughs> and, and so, like, <clears throat> but I, I, I re- like, but I haven't experienced it as much as I have with Donald Trump. Mm. Now the crazy thing is, there's some things that Donald Trump does that I completely agree with. Right. And I'm like, oh, yo, you was on the money with that. But, like, I'm going to call a spade a spade. Exactly. Like, like, I feel like Donald Trump, people say that he's not racist. I think he is. But that's just, that's just personal. Like, but, okay, like, I don't believe that you have to hate black people to be racist. Mm. Like, I think racist is like superiority like you know yeah. i like i view me or my people as the superior race right that's racism by definition yeah it is so um when when I, when i say things like that i disagree with with trump it's like i mean i get right? <laughs> and i'm sitting there like yo and then like the crazy thing with Trump is that the people who rock with him don't rock with him in a balanced way. It's it's almost scary. Like, you'll never catch a Trump supporter that be like, yo, I didn't agree with that. He was wrong for that. Mm-hmm. It's like, they'll find some twisted way to turn it around. Like, nah, he ain't mean that shit. Y'all just tripping because of blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there like, you can't even logically be like, hmm, that wasn't cool. And that was, right? And I'm like, dude, there's no way that you're going to 100% agree with any leader. Anybody. Like, whether it's Democrat, Republican, you're not going to 100% agree. And so, like, I'm looking at these people speak out, and I'm like, you're fighting for this dude even when the inside of you doesn't agree. Right. And I'm like, you won't defend your faith this hard. Yo, that's, yo, don't even get me started on that, right? I'm like, people don't call Jesus all types of faggots and blah, 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 and you don't say nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Hey, you say, hey, to each his his own. He had church hurt. Oh, oh, No, no, I say, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to force my beliefs on you. Oh, my goodness. Let let somebody say something about Trump. You'd be ready to pull out the AKs again. What about this? um, I'm like, what? I feel like the Christians that support him, not all of them, but the bulk of them, have him on this high... Oh like my savior. higher than Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, they had this whole savior complex with him, right? Because I, I mean, there are two things when it comes to when it comes to Trump and I. Number one, he's also from New York, right? Yeah. So I understand the he got the taste to it, right? He got the bluntness, uh-huh. right? He's got the you know, I, I don't care. I'm gonna say how I, how I feel and whatever. And right? I love that, right? So I know that because I'm the same way, and by the grace yeah. of God. I'm not as bad as I used to be. <laughs> right, right, right. Because right, right. there are times that I've said things that ended up with me having to throw my hands, right? Having to throw hands. But, you know, at the same time, at the same time, he says things or he does things, and I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm not feeling that. That ain't it. Uh-huh. Like, that ain't it. There is nothing in me. 
nothing that defines my faith that's going to have me agree with what he said here or what he did there. And yo, like I know I have people directly in my life that can tell you what Trump ate for lunch. (laughs) Because they're so so far up there. You know what I'm saying? And when I say things like that, I was talking to somebody yesterday. And I don't know what happened or whatever. I think, oh. And then I sent them a meme uh, on Trump making fun of him. And, yo, I was told, oh, he is such a great president. I love my president. Right? And I wasn't sure they were joking or not. Right? Because this was was through text. And I was like, yeah, he's all right. He's like, all of a sudden, the conversation was over. <laughs> Y'all, it's, it's so The conversation scary, was done, and, and I stand so by it. You know? And, like, that's the thing. Like, that bluntness that, yo, I'm going to say what I mean. Yeah. Like, I love that about Trump. I'm like, yo, because that's me. I'm like, yo, I rock with that. But it's like, when you don't know how to curb that thing, and it's like, or you don't know how to just chalk it up and be like, yo, I was, yo, I was wrong for that. My bad. Right. Like, I've never heard this dude one time come back and be like, yo, I was dead wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a bad move. <laughs> like, it was, it was always like some type of way to finesse it. Uh-huh. And I'm uh-huh. like, uh-huh. his followers do the same thing. And, and so, like, what I'm saying is, like, I've seen... I've seen relationships end over a Trump critique. Yes, so have I. And I'm sitting there like, this cannot be. And like, it's it's really scary. I've seen relationships end. I've seen friendships end. It is not healthy. Pastors burn people. (laughs) Not cool. And I'm like... Pastors like call people out on like social media and whatever. And I'm just like, I, I literally have stopped speaking to some people, not because of any argument or whatever, but to avoid the arguments, right? Like, I'm yeah. not, you know, while you're on this, while you're on this, like, you know, we can have at the minimal amount of contact because right, my right, sanity right. and my peace of mind is more important. Like, Trump, he ain't that important on my list. Like, right, real, right. like, I don't, oh, yeah. again, I have no political affiliation either side, so. Me neither. No, like, I try to. That's you, you know, man. In every situation, like, when it was Trump versus Hillary, like, I was like, yo, I can't stand Hillary Clinton. Mm. Like, and nobody had nothing to say. It was, <laughs> it was like, hey, you know, that's cool. As soon as you'd be like, yo, I can't stand the way Trump did that. How could you? He's doing God's work. And I'm sitting there like, yo, like, this dude ain't sent by God. Like, <laughs> like well, I had somebody tell me, I had somebody tell me. God allows us to elect people like we right. choose I had, to put somebody in office. I had somebody tell me um, to think of Trump as King Darius. Ooh. Right to think of Trump as King Darius, how oh, Trump, man. how God allowed um, Israel to fall to Babylon and to Darius, and through Darius, Israel was able to get back in line, right? Mostly by who Darius appointed, like the Daniels, right, right, right. Uh, right. You know, and um, and I was like, 
yo, that 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 that's that kind of works for somebody who doesn't know Bible. No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. The man stood up and said, I never have to ask for forgiveness because I don't do anything wrong, right? That's all I needed. The most narcissistic thing right? I've ever seen. That is all I needed to know that this man, you know, because for everybody else, oh no, you have to wait until they show fruit. You have to wait. Yo, Trump doesn't have to show fruit. Right? This boy gets the pass automatically. I'm like, that, but it also, it puts me back um, when it's like, well, you've been praying for that king. You've been praying for that king for so long. And it's like, but our culture, like it's the American culture. Our culture seeks celebrity. Like we love to worship the celebrity, right? Uh, which is why the most dominating thing on television is reality shows, yep. like celebrity reality shows or- Which just, is why there's such a thing as influence. That, yeah, that's why Instagram makes sense. Uh -huh. It's a celebrity culture. And so there's, it, it, no, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to say, hmm, this culture is probably a large reason why there's a celebrity as a president. And so, like, celebrity presidents, like, we have a celebrity daggone president, bro. And so, like, worse, we have a reality TV. Oh, my goodness! And so, like, it's so, like, it is crazy because you have so many people going so hard, but yet his approval rating doesn't rise, right. And I'm like, so that shows me that even the people that's going hard for him, deep down, probably don't really approve of him as much as they lead people on to believe they do. And so like, but my, my thing is this, my hope is that no matter who's in office, um, cause like I said, there are things that Trump did that I'm like, yo, that was dope. Right. Like, yo, he killed it. You know what I mean? Um, so I got it. No, me, I got to give props to where props is due. I can't like I can't say I keep it a honey, and then like only dish you on the bad stuff, but not salute you on the good stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Like like some of the deals that he put in place, I was like, all right, cool, that worked. You know what I mean? Like, but there's a lot that he did that I think sucks. And so, like, I have to be able to have the freedom to voice both of those things. And so, like... So you have that freedom in the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sadly, don't have that freedom in the kingdom. Right. <laughs> Which... Uh, yeah, or even, like, the culture, period. Like... Yo, especially the, not the culture. The, the hope is that no matter who's in office, that whoever subscribes to Christianity and calls themselves a believer and relies on Christ Jesus for their hope. Um, I would hope that there is a standard there. Right, exactly. Regardless of uh, political affiliation, um, uh, media portrayal, like whatever. Um, I would hope that there's a standard of like, love God, love each other, right? Like there should be a, like, uh, 
there should be priorities, right? Mm -hmm. Like love God, love your brother, serve serve your people. Um, and I would hope that those are things that don't get lost in the political shuffle. Um, it's, it's almost like when it comes to politics, we forget about, you know, love your neighbor. Yeah, we got to choose one or the other. It's like, okay, uh, you know, I love my neighbors, I love myself, as long as they're not mm -hmm. Republican or as long as they're not Democrat, right? It's yeah. like there's no, in scripture, there's no divider. Love your neighbor, man. Love your, love neighbor, your neighbor as you love you, you know? Like we're, we're living in a culture in the world now where everybody's a Samaritan, right? <laughs> everybody's a Samaritan. And we all need to help, especially now. Like we're all locked yeah, in, yeah. quarantined, in need of in need of of, of our brothers and sisters. And yeah, it's, it's like, true. what are you gonna do? Like, like you're 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 dead on the road and you're gonna ask for help and you're gonna ask somebody, you're like, who'd you vote for? Right, right, right. right before right. you accept any help, right? That's it's it's ridiculous. What do you think of um so how do you think we're gonna be able to as a people and as a church, um, roll back in to, um, to the to the new normal. Right, and, well, and, and then also, and then also add add your stuff with your music in there too. Well, I, I mean, with the new normal, I I don't like. We don't have a choice. We gotta we gotta roll back in and, and kind of. Um, I think the most important thing for the body to do right now is to be watchful. Mm. Um, pay attention. Like, yo, every, like, I always tell people this, like, after this pandemic is over, life as we know it will change. Right. Um, a lot of things will change. The way we communicate will change. The way consumer relations is done will change. Um, however, God will not change. Um, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And because God doesn't change, God, what he requires doesn't change. Oh, uh, and, the, nice. and the dope thing is that regardless of what's going on in this world, we, are, we still have the capability to do what God requires of us right? To love God, love our neighbors, care for the less fortunate. You know what I mean? Like we have the ability to still do what God requires. So I don't think that like, I think the attitude of believers has to be centralized, which means like we, like we have to narrow what our mindset is to like, this is what God has required, and this is what this is where I will stand. Right. Um, I think that when you add all the different nooks and crannies and folds into our believer attitude, <laughs> then it it, it 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 clogs up things. It's like, oh well, I also have to like I have to put God first, but I also have to make sure that my political views are like right next to God. And I also have to make sure for this agenda to make room for that and that. And it's like we make it room for way too many things. And we have to re-centralize our focus on like being uh being led by God, right? Um, I think there's a there's a there's a thing in this culture where uh and we hear the the our older folks talk like this but we don't talk like this and, and, and like we're the culture that seeks god mm. right 
Right now, we like to pray. And so we call that seeking God, right? We say, look, I woke up, I asked for forgiveness for beating off the night before, like I, I sought the Lord. <coughs> I, I don't know who your audience is. So <laughs> I don't either, we gonna They gotta out. know who I am. <laughs> but like, I asked for forgiveness. I asked for forgiveness for doing this. Uh, I prayed about this real quick. I sought the Lord, right? Right. The generation of old says, yo, I'm going to go into the presence of God and I'm not moving until he talk. Like, I'm not moving till I hear from him. Mm. And like, not just do I want to hear from God, but my life is built on following like, I want to be led by God, right? We don't even hear talk like that no more, really. Right. Like, amongst the younger generation of, yo, I just want to be led by God. We are, like, so grind-focused, goal-focused, and it's cool Dream to have... focus Yeah, it's cool to grind, it's cool to have go uh, goals, not cool to have greed, but, like, <laughs> we're focused on things that are good, but not good as God, right? And so, like, we have to decipher the difference between things that are good and that which is God. And, like, to be, uh, for our desire to be led by God, not led by good. So, and you so, know, if, if we're going to, if we're going to make it biblical, right, you know, for, let, let's allow our desire to be God, right? Yeah. right? Let our desire to be God. And then, and then, as scripture says, and it, he will add the rest, right? Yes. So let our desire to be God and then allow God to bring us what we hustle for, what we want and what we desire, right? Oh, actually, not what we desire, but what he, what he deems. But we'll have the fear of missing worthy. out. Right. We'll have the fear of missing out. Like, man, if I put all my attention on just like following God and knowing God, then surely I'm going to miss out on all of this. And we think that we have to choose one or the other at times. Mm -hmm. and I'm saying, like, we don't understand. When you truly have that direct with God, you have everything. You don't lack anything when you truly have God. Yeah. And so, like, I think that that's how us as believers can use this time as a turning point mm -hmm. is when we say, look, our focus is going to be more direct. And as a result, our efforts will be wider. Right. When your focus is Good. more direct, you don't get to pick and choose who gets the, 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 the benefits of your efforts. Like, you serve who God tells you to serve, right? And so, like, I, I think that's where it's coming to. I think we have to, some of us got to pull our head out that po political pool. Like, I think, like, politics is, is becoming, is, is too much. And I think that some of us need to turn that down a little bit. Yeah, we need a lot to of people, a lot of people out there that politics has become yeah. new idol. Yeah, yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, it's, I'm going to say, it's become their new idol. Absolutely. They replaced it. They think they, they've got this savior complex um, with the current president. And so... Politics has become their new idol, and um, and they put their their politics <clears throat> before their brother, right? And, and we know what God does with idols, and that's not the kingdom, right? That's not right, the kingdom, right, 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 right? The kingdom of God is at hand, kingdom first, mm -hmm. and sadly, that's not it. And we see, like I said before, 
we see that we are super divided. Mm. We are not showing love. What is that? What is that? Behind? Oh, that's my chair. <laughs> We're not showing love. You know what I mean? And it's sad. I could, it's literally breaking my heart. Mm. It's breaking my heart. I, you know, you say that about seeking God <laughs> to, to, to be completely transparent. Um, I felt that God has been has been demanding that of me Ooh. lately, right? Demanding for me to to seek seek him deeper, yeah. right? Seek him more, right? Like waking me up at all hours of the night, and I have honestly been afraid. Like I'm not even gonna front, like just like lay it all out. I've been afraid of doing it because of I'm, I'm scared of what I'm, I'm honestly scared of what he'll share or what he'll ask of me like Ooh. I am like legit shook that God is going to ask of me for of some he's going to ask something of me that this is going to be too tough uh, <laughs> right I'm like I mean that's real you know like real talk like you know and you're saying all that and then it's like, you see, you see, and I'm like, no, I don't care what Swift says. <laughs> but like, here, here's the kicker. Like, following God is scary because we don't know the destination, right? The fear of the unknown rules us a lot of times. Yeah. Um, but like, here's something that we can hang our hat on. Um, yeah, God could call us to do some crazy things. I remember uh, being on a plane from Jamaica. We had just did a two-week uh, concert run in Jamaica. <clears throat> and I was living in Philly at the time. And I was on my way back home from Jamaica. And I, I had a layover in Atlanta. And I remember sitting by the window and, like, I'm just talking to God because me and God has these conversations where I'm not like closing my eyes and doing this, but I'm just like, just talking to God like he's at the table. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I don't hear an audible voice, but I feel the voice that I can almost hear. It's weird. Yeah. No, like, no, yeah. It's no, almost, no. it's almost like if somebody comes behind you in your ear, and like talks in your ear, like that's how I feel it. And I'm like, whoa, like what's that? And so I could count on one hand how many times I've really heard from God, like in my whole life, like really heard God like speak something to me. And um, I remember being in Atlanta for this layover and I'm like, yeah, you know, about to go back to Philly. And I heard like, this is home. I never thought of moving to the South, ever. Oh, you and I both, but I didn't get it like that. <laughs> I was like, this is home. Now, the one thing I will tell you is that, like, the times that I heard God speak to me, I've never second-guessed it. Mm. Because it happens so few and far in between yeah. that when it does happen, I know what it is. Okay. And so... I heard, like, this is home. And I'm like, oh, man. And I'm sitting there on the whole ride home, like, how am I going to go to my wife <laughs> and tell her, like, yo, we about to move to Atlanta, even though we never 
thought about moving to Atlanta. And you know nothing about Atlanta, neither do I. Like, But I went home, and I told my wife, I said, look, we're going to move to Atlanta. And she was like, all right. <laughs> I was just like, and th- so that was the scary part. That's, that's how you know. <laughs> but, but then, after that, that's when I got more scared. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, I don't have her disagreement to lean on. Right. So now what do I do? Now I really got to go because I said it and she agreed. Now I really got to go. And so, like, the whole way down here in the U-Haul truck, I'm praying. I'm like, Lord, yo, I cannot fail. Because if I do, my wife going to look at me crazy. Like, I don't move my family down here to have them in the dumps. I'm like, Lord, like, you got to come through. And, um, but, yeah, it, it, it's that, like, yo, hearing from God, man. Like, and the, the dope thing is that no matter how extreme the deed is, like, if God tells you to do something, that you're like, ooh, that's a little crazy. Um, God has already prepared you. Right. To do whatever he's calling you to do. And like my favorite line uh, that I always say is, God will never call you to a place where he's not willing to meet you. Mm. And so if God is telling you, go to Atlanta, you better believe God is already in Atlanta waiting to welcome you. And so like, meaning like in your presence and in your will is my safe space. Right. No matter where you call me to, if I'm in your presence and in your will, I'm always going to be in my safe space. And so, like, just knowing that, like, God has done some of the inner workings to already prepare me for what he's calling me towards, like, that's what I have hope in. Because it's scary as hell. Like, if I'm like, I don't know what the next step is. (laughs) Right now, as R. Swift, like, my whole income been taken away for the whole year. As far as like traveling and speaking events and stuff like that, all that's gone. I don't know what's next, but it's like, I know that the Lord has been doing some wiring, even if I don't know exactly what the wiring is for, like he's gonna lead me to the place where he wants me to be. And so it is a scary place. And I know it could be scary because we don't we don't want God to be like, all right, Alaska. And you're like, no. Oh. <laughs> 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 He's like, yo, no, I'm not, I wasn't ready. <laughs> um, but well, uh, that happens. But to know that God has or is already preparing you for whatever He wants you to do and, and go next. And uh, that's the hope that we have, that that God isn't sending us on a mission. He's inviting us, right? Send means like, yo, I'm telling you to go over there. Word. That's that's Inviting is saying, I'm going over there. You should come. Mm -hmm. And so the, the, it's a lot different when you look at it as an invitation versus a send out. Right. And I know we say, Lord, send me, I'll go. It ain't that easy for me. Uh, I got to know that you there. I stopped saying that a long time ago. (laughs) He's going to send you behind somewhere you're there. 
I stopped saying that a long time ago. Don't worry that when he sends me, I'll be inviting you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, look, Lord, wherever you want me to be, invite me to that place. Because then I know that you're not only here with me now, but you're also where you are calling me to be and will walk with me to get there. Right. The point is, I never have to look at this obstacle or this mission without you. Yeah, but the only way you can get there, I mean, <clears throat> as far as that mentality and that assurance of faith mm -hmm. is by spending time with him, right? It's yeah. by getting on your face and walking with him, right? Like you said, that the older generation says, you know, I'm not going to get up, Lord, until you tell me. I'm not yeah. going yeah. to you. Right, like speak to me, right? It like, takes time. It takes time. Let it be. I mean, it doesn't have to be audible, but let it be powerful. Right. Yeah, 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 powerful. yeah, yeah. Right. That's yeah. Oh, that's a good. That's a good word. That's a good word. Um. <laughs> so, music. What are you working on right now? <clears throat> uh, right now, I'm working on a new uh new album, man. I'm I'm spending this time to work on a new album. I'm writing some of the most like challenging music that uh, isn't just challenging me, but uh, when it is released, it will challenge culture um, on a couple of levels. And so uh, I'm I'm enjoying because like I'm looking at all my young brothers and sisters, and I'm loving it. Like I'm loving the young voice of hip-hop or, or specifically if you want to you know christian hip-hop i've been looking at the younger voices i've been you know loving the energy uh i've never been secret about like the fact that i embrace the younger generation i always right. have i always will uh they respect me i'm i'm the uncle i'm the og and i have no problem with that um i love the fact that I I am the OG voice. Yeah, you are. Which means there's certain <laughs> things, there's certain things that I can say that nobody else can say. Correct. And I've been loving that space lately. And so it's like, I'm gonna say the things that only Swift can say. Exactly. And not get crucified. Or if he does get crucified, he could take it because he really don't care anyway. Like, yo, it's it's funny to me whenever um, whenever I'm out there and I'm doing events mm -hmm. because I too have a lot of love for the for the upcoming voices. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And and I've had my hand in a lot of them. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna drop names, but I've had my hand and a lot of them back before they blew up and whatever, right? So I take pride in seeing that. But I love when I'm out there, right? And I'm with them and I'm making sure they're being taken care of and things are good. And then you walk in. <laughs> then you walk in and I'm like, all right, that's dope. Another OG in the house. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Somebody else that could be there and like speak, you know, experience. Because like, that's right, what they right, need. Right, right. Yeah, they, yeah. they don't need someone to speak like life into them or whatever. They need someone yeah. to encourage them, and they need someone that can speak from the experiences that you know. Right, right, right. They don't have to, 
go through unless they want to because they don't yeah. you know want to be knuckleheads they don't want to listen to advice so yeah it's dope it's dope yeah I, I yeah i love it so that's been something that's been uh, uh real apparent in my music uh I, i'm excited about the new material uh the album is called golden and uh so i'm like actively working and recording on that uh yeah doing a lot of work um working on some saint stuff as well um so yeah like music uh people will be hearing a good amount uh so probably hear a new record from me probably in about another two weeks you know what i mean two weeks okay 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 that's what's up two weeks yeah about two weeks yeah we'll talk about that afterwards we can talk we can talk about that outside of this another day like tomorrow (laughs) not the math just you know i just want to things Nah, it's cool. Like, you know. You know, I just want to know things. Like people on yeah. here, they don't they don't need to know the things that I know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I I'm I'm working on some dope records and uh you know, some fun records, but also some of that like deep thought records, you know what I mean? And yeah, I, I, I realize that, you know, right now, um it's an industry shift too. Oh yeah. And so the industry shift says, if you're independent and you want that grind, is no better time than now to start flooding. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. like the artists that I'm working with, the majors, the, the majors, uh, they're on pause right now. Everybody, but we're not. Everybody, so but get in these records, in these that go through yeah. digital streams and all that, mm-hmm. this is your time. It's, it's your time. So. That's what we on. I'm like, look, let's, let's get it. Let's, uh, let's get these records popping. Uh, producers have been slow to send records, but it's cool. You know what I mean? But I'm I'm hammering it out, man. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's some real good stuff, and I'm I'm happy about this coming. Looking forward to hearing to hearing it. Um, let people know your socials and where yes. to follow you. So at. please, if you're not following me, I beg of you. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram at official R Swift. Here's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get my Instagram to a hundred thousand followers by August. I'm at twelve thousand right now. I need your help. You know what I'm saying? I need my blue check so people can take me seriously. <laughs> hey, yo, when I get my blue check, you gonna know because I'm charging cats two fifty for advertisement. Uh, yo. You want me to wear your shirt? I got a blue check. Nah, just, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey. Nah, but uh, yeah, hit me on Instagram at official R Swift. Same on Twitter at official R Swift. Uh, yeah, I'm that dude. Yeah. And you, I, I you, actually you, like. He really has out. I actually talk to people. So yeah. I'm not one of those people that you can like hit up and be like, oh, he ain't never going to reach back. Like, no, nah, I actually no, talk to people. He reaches back always, right? And it's not just because we know each other. Like, I see the interaction. But but that doesn't mean, you know, you send him, <laughs> you write a caption on one of his on one of his pictures talking about, yo, I just DM'd you a link to my, to my new song. Give it a oh, listen. Oh, that gets deleted automatically. Look. Y'all just heard me say I'm working on all this music, which means I'm not going to be sitting here and listening to a million people's music. 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't listen to artists' music. Like, if you tell me to listen to your record, I'm not gonna do it. Unless, <clears throat> unless you're open for me to be honest in my critique. Right. You say, like, yo, just listen to it and tell me what you think. Like, you're going to like it. If you assume I'm going to like it, I'm not going to listen to it. Yeah. Because, like, how would you even know? Somebody on one of our, I think it was RG, I don't remember. Um, They were like, hey, listen, (laughs) I just DM'd you a link to my newest song. Listen, and I... I was like, yo, um, that that doesn't work, dude. It's like, that doesn't work. That never works. That's never a good idea. Right? Mm-hmm. And then like he he like he shot back at me. Like, dude shot back at me. Ah, oh, why are you trying to blah? blah? And I was like, all right, look, go to this account and see who I am and see what I do. Uh. <laughs> right. That's that's what I was working with RG at the time. I was like, go to this account, mm-hmm. right? Just click on here and see what it is that I do. Right, and that's why I'm telling you that it doesn't work. Right, then he sent me a DM. Yo, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I came out like that, but can you listen to my? Can you listen to my to my new song? Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. I just told you that's not that doesn't work that way. I don't do it. There's a way to do things. That's dope. That's dope. Well, man, thanks for taking this last minute um, invite to do this. Thank you for allowing me to jump on and chop it up with you, man. It, it felt good, brother. And we, we chop it up all the time. May as well do yeah. it like this. And that's why I felt natural, because it's just like, it, this <laughs> is what happens. <laughs> it's like all, all the time. I mean, yeah. <laughs> nah, it's good, bro. kind of the same, kind of not. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, send me... um. I'm gonna text you when we get off. I wanna know about your your the song you're dropping. Got you. Got you. Cause I'm I'm um I'm working on a few things. So am I. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get it together. Swift, again, thanks a lot. This is AOJ with AO Swift. This episode, that's what I'm gonna call the episode, AO Swift. Um As you can see, we talk about everything and anything. There's no fear here. Like, none at all. That we're too up north. Forget about it. All right? You'll be good. Don't, um, no more TikToks with you and your daughter's clothes. All right? Yeah, I'm going to forever be, yeah, I'm going to eventually be king TikTok out this month. Like, by the time this pandemic ends, I'm going to be king TikTok, and I'm probably shut down TikTok after the pandemic. So nah, you can only it. enjoy it now. Nah, nah. Yep, you can be the king of TikTok right now. The pandemic king of TikTok. Just don't wear your daughter's clothes no more, man. No, I I have another daughter, and I'm going to wear her clothes next. I'm lying. I'm not a cross-dresser. <laughs> <laughs> I showed that to my wife. My wife was yeah. like... My wife was dying. She couldn't stop laughing. No, it was only cute because she's eight years old. Like, you know. It was it was dope. You know, I, I say that like I wouldn't do the same thing for my daughter. Yeah, I'm a yo, I'm like, I'm low-key, probably like the 25th best dad in America right now. <laughs> like, I'm climbing that chart and like 
But that's the, my daughters put me on to, I got three daughters and my oldest daughter, like she's on TikTok all crazy, you know, teenager and all that. And she's like, yo, you know, her friends love me. Her friends think I'm the coolest dad ever. Like she thinks I'm corny if I'm around her. But when I'm not around, she's like, yeah, you know, my dad are swift or whatever. You know, she she be really loving the fact that I'm her dad, like when I'm not around, but when I am around, it's like not cool to be all why do they dad. why do they do that? My son I don't was know, the man. Same way. I don't know. Like she's was the same and everybody, all of my son's friends, like, yo, your dad works with who? Your dad works with this, your dad yes. yo, for my son's birthday. For his, for his 16th birthday, I threw a concert with Cannon, right? Because, like, Cannon was his favorite at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he, like, he like, like hey, Dad, do you think? Like, what? yeah. But hold on a minute. All right. What date? All right. Look, we did a date. And Cannon was like, yeah, dope. For sure. I'm there. You know what I'm saying? But then when the day of the concert and his friends show up, <laughs> he's all like, yeah. Yeah. Come on, Dad. Get away. I was like, the hell you mean get away? Don't flex on me like that. What the hell you mean get away? I will leave and I'll take this whole concert with me. Yo, yeah, I don't know how that happened. Like, I remember like right before the pandemic hit at my daughter's school, they had a father-daughter dance. And so I came up, you know, I got I got all three of my daughters on my arm. We high, we stumbled, we marveled. And so the DJ, he was turnt. I wasn't expecting the DJ to be turnt like that. Yeah, you know I mean, all the joints. And so everybody on the floor dancing. And so my oldest daughter sitting there, she's surrounded by her friends or whatever. They dancing. I'm over there with the other pops dancing, and I could overhear just a little bit because we was close enough to overhear. And uh, one of the girls was like, "Yo, your dad is so dope, yo. He's so cool." And I was like, "No, he's not. Don't let, don't let him hear you say that." Yeah, I hear my daughter say nothing. <laughs> she was like, oh, all right. Yeah, they was like, "Yo, your dad is so cool." Like, and I'm sitting there like, "I know, right?" Like, <laughs> yeah, like you got that. I'm, I'm the dad. Old affirmation. <laughs> I'm the dad that I wanted my dad to be. And so, yeah, you know. <laughs> so for that. I will have no problem, you know, embarrassing myself on TikTok, you know, for their entertainment. Uh, but it will end eventually because I, yo, I can't keep up, man. Lucky I, for me, lucky for me, my daughters <clears throat> are already older, mm -hmm. right? Already older. I've already been made a granddad by one of them. Oh, man. And the other one, the last one, she's only three. She has no idea what TikTok is. All she wants me to do is sit down with her and watch Moana. I wish it was that easy. And that's it. That's all I got right now. That's all I got right now. Like, you know, Poppy, Poppy, come on, let's watch Moana. That's that's why, like, when I texted you, Moana had just finished. All right, like, we've watched Moana so much, we can do the whole movie. Every single line in the movie. So I'm not there yet, and I don't think I'll ever be as far as TikTok, like anything else. Hey, it'll be something else by the time she's my daughter's age, it'll be something else. I'm sure, yeah. and I'll be that guy, and I'll be it'll old be as hell, and I'll do it. Hologram. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, 
Yeah, man. Love you, bro. That'd be good. Tell everybody I said what up. Same, same, same. Same. Tell your wife I said thanks. Will do. Be good. I'll talk to you later.